Did you know that dads can get postpartum depression just like new mothers can? For new dads, it's called paternal postpartum depression or PPPD. It's possible to have experienced it and not even realize that that's what you were going through because it isn't talked about with dads to the extent that it's talked about with moms. But my guest is here to bring awareness and to bring us conscious to this diagnosis and what a dad who might be suffering from PPPD can do about it. It's all going to be coming here in just a moment, so don't go anywhere. Welcome to the Fatherhood Challenge, a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability and culture of their family's environment. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Guerrero. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. My guest is Rachel Schmitz. Rachel is a doctoral student at William Carey University. She has done extensive research on paternal postpartum depression, as well as conducting her own qualitative research study. And she is here now to bring more awareness to families and the world about PPPD. Rachel, thank you so much for being on the Fatherhood Challenge. Hi, how are you? Rachel, why don't we start out by you telling me how you got involved with studying paternal postpartum depression? What's your own personal story? So my own part personal experiences, I experienced postpartum depression with two of my children. And I work as a RN in obstetrics. And so I have a lot of professional experience with it as well. When I started my doctoral studies, I knew that postpartum depression was going to be part of my dissertation at some point. So you started with your own personal struggle with with your kids. Yes. How did it go from there to paternal postpartum depression? What led you to be interested in that? That's a great question. So there is so much research and studies that have been done on maternal postpartum depression. And that really is something that most people generally are aware of as a as a condition that can happen after childbirth. There's a lot of names that are given to it, baby blues, different things like that, that just kind of highlight the hormonal changes that occur after delivery. But as I started to do the research and started to learn more about fathers experiencing, or you could say mirroring the symptoms of the mother, there was very little research out there. And as I started to think about it and realize that this is something that not only is not talked about, but many mothers and fathers really know nothing about this. And I started to realize this is something that really needs to be highlighted. The fathers play a pivotal role in the family and ignoring this or not making new fathers aware of something like this that could happen is not only an unfortunate thing to do, but it really sets the family up to have some struggles because of the lack of awareness and because of the lack of education from as a healthcare professional. I think it's really important that we educate patients on things that potentially could happen and not acknowledging something as significant as depression in the new father seemed to be a a area that really needed to be researched more. I'll be honest. I hadn't heard of PPPD until last year. So why aren't more people talking about it? Some of the reasons I think people don't talk about it is the stigmas that go along with mental health. Mental health is a pretty complicated thing. It 
impacts people in different ways. A lot of um, fathers may not really feel comfortable talking about mental health issues. I have found in my research so far that a lot of the symptoms that men experience with postpartum depression can be some of the stereotypical symptoms like we think about with regular depression. So sadness, um, loss of interest, trouble sleeping, sleeping too much. But in men, they can actually manifest some different symptoms. So some men will verbalize some reckless behavior, some increased aggression. So there is a slightly different manifestation of the depression in men. The other thing is that I think experiencing postpartum depression for a new father, for a new for a man, is very different from a lot of the societal views and a lot of the societal pressure. So men have a there's kind of an underpinning stereotypical men are the providers, they're to be strong um, and take care of everything. And a lot of those symptoms in depression can kind of contradict some of those traditional stereotypes. So that's the other bigger reason, I think, in addition to the stigmas that go with mental health, that men truly struggle with those symptoms because it is contradictory to how a lot of men, at least society, pressures them to look at themselves. I want to dig a little bit deeper and really, or maybe simpler, I want to talk about what exactly is paternal postpartum depression. How is it different from just being depressed? And what I mean by that is for someone who doesn't really know what this is, who's hearing about this for the first time, even postpartum depression in a mother, for someone who doesn't know, it makes them scratch their head and think that doesn't make any sense. You've just had the most joyful experience of your life. There are a lot of people who can't have children Uh, who would give anything to be able to have that experience. What in the world are you depressed about? So this is what I'm, I'm trying to speak what a lot of people may not say, but might be thinking. And so what would you say to those people? So I I think that's a really common misconception. And I, I will share that that belief system or those thoughts are shared with new mothers as well. Meaning that you have this brand new baby This is what you wanted um, to get pregnant, to have this baby. Now the baby is here and you're not very happy. So a lot of that, actually, a lot of that belief and that viewpoint is what causes new mothers to feel really guilty about the symptoms that they have because they're trying to reconcile that in their mind that they are joyful that the baby is here and they are happy and they do love the baby, but they can't ignore those symptoms. So for men... I think a lot of it goes back to some of the things that they're struggling with as a new father. Some of the things that I've already kind of identified in talking with new fathers are just some of the things that they struggle with as new dads. I think most people, when they talk about parenthood, they really just kind of focus on the mother and what she goes through. But, you know, there can be a lot of trauma for the new fathers they're kind of brought into the birth experience without a lot of education or without a lot of experience. And that new role can be kind of overwhelming. Obviously, it goes without saying, but having a newborn that can be really demanding, you're sleep deprived, uh, it's exhausting. It can feel like a cycle. You're just, you know, wake up, 
feed the baby, you know, go to work, come home, take care of the baby, go to bed. It kind of feels like the same thing again and again. And a lot of that can kind of cause problems with that role adjustment. Some of the other issues that I've identified so far in the research is the struggles within the relationship. So that baby causing a bit of a marital strain, making it a little bit more difficult to communicate um, with your spouse, making the communication um, or different ways that you handle things have to be kind of different. So men and women are very different. They communicate very differently. I may say something to my husband and he may hear what I said and interpret it a different way. So the other issue really is just the symptoms of depression. Some of those symptoms, again, you know, feeling distance, distracted, pressure to be a good partner, and really feeling like you're being a failure. You don't really know how to help kids. A lot of dads I talk to, they have no experience with childcare prior to being a dad. So they don't really know how to help the baby. And that's very frustrating and actually can make them feel as a failure in that new role. So there's a lot of things that kind of go into that, that role formation and having very little information prior to and then not really feeling very comfortable in that role afterwards can really make dads struggle and feel really ignored, um, maybe confused as they transition to the new role. You go from being an independent person to now you're responsible for a whole nother human being. So it's very stressful. So if you're experiencing any of this that we're talking about, these are the warning signs that you might have paternal postpartum depression, correct? Yes. So some of the typical depression symptoms that I would say most people are are pretty aware of, um, there are some different things that you'll see in fathers. So maybe some risk-taking, um, maybe just feeling kind of distracted. Um, in other words, just going through the motions of, of what you need to do, but not really being present in the moment, not really enjoying that interaction. So you're caring for the baby, um, but you're not really enjoying or present in that moment. You're just kind of going through the motions. Um, a lot of that is the depression. And it's, it's unfortunately a barrier for fathers to to that role, to embracing their children. Yeah. And I want to, there's something else too, I want to really get into, and I've gotten into this with other episodes and other guests. And I think it's really time to bring this up again for dads that are listening. And that is, there's this stereotype that mothers have it all together, that they know everything, that they are prepared and everything is just there. It is, it is intuitive. It is somehow just ingrained in their their DNA all the way through the birth experience and after the birth experience to know what to do, to know how to care for the baby and everything. And what I'm here to tell you to be very blunt about is that that is a flat out lie. So no, mothers do not have it all figured out. So there's a big similarity there in the anxiety and the worry and the concern that dads have. The the feeling of that you're just not prepared enough, that you don't know enough, that you're not ready. Those are the same emotions that mothers go through. Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. And, you know, I will say 
there maybe is a little bit of preparation for those moms that maybe did babysit as teenagers or maybe had younger siblings that they cared for. There is a little bit of an advantage in that they they do know a little bit as far as taking care of the basic needs, you know, of the infant. But I will say, you know, it kind of goes back to those traditional roles that, you know, men are supposed to be tough. And that is really contradictory to somebody that's really vulnerable or loving. And Mm -hmm. it really is a difficult thing for fathers to navigate that when they really don't know what to expect. They're really used to kind of protecting that mother and, and having that role. And then when you get into a situation like a complicated emergency delivery or something like that, that is traumatic. That is traumatic for the mother. It's traumatic for the father. And the fathers are kind of left feeling just empty inside as far as, you know, the experience that they went through. And because of the some of those societal roles that I think men play, it's difficult for them to reach out and say, hey, my mental health is struggling. I'm really having a hard time with this. I'm really upset. I, I'm having trauma from what I witnessed. Women, you know, as being the patient in that scenario, and I know this as a clinical professional, women's needs are are being addressed somewhat in that way, in that the OB staff is addressing the mom and they're addressing, they can see that she's scared and that she's nervous. And some of that is being addressed through the staff. But for dads, they are really put on the outside of that equation, so to speak, where they are present. However, they're not part of that that management from the healthcare perspective. So they're seen as just an ancillary part of that. And then when when that family, that young family goes home, that mom has had a little bit of interaction with healthcare staff to assess how she's doing and how she's coping. And the dad is not part of that equation at all. So some of that goes back to the dad's feeling somewhat ignored in the whole dynamic or the whole equation. And some of that, some of those feelings actually are a barrier to some of the bonding that takes place. Some of the education that's provided to the dads, at least from my study so far, to say that it's been deficient would really be an understatement. You know, there, there's been maybe one person that's mentioned about postpartum depression for men. And a lot of dads expressed that they had no education about it. Some of that translates to dads not feeling that their role is valuable, which, which is really sad because, like I said before, they're, they play a crucial role in that situation. If the dad was raised himself in a very harsh home, a harsh environment where there was physical abuse present, where there was verbal, lots of verbal abuse, uh, maybe even sexual abuse that was present, uh, abuse in any form. And that was the environment that he grew up in. There's going to be a lot of anxiety, a lot of negative emotions that could rise up around the birth. A lot of insecurity, a feeling of, of, you know, why would I be prepared for this given how I was raised and, and how the upbringing that I had. And that can really, that alone can cause a dad to shut down if he's unaware that that's what's happening and he hasn't done anything to seek out help for that. Yes. And I, and I would even add to that, that some of the trauma 
that the young fathers have experienced or witnessed through their emergency or traumatic birth, um, some of that trauma translates to like a PTSD where, you know, their baby spent a little bit of time in the NICU and that beeping monitor sound that, that is is heard every moment while oh, that baby wow. is in the NICU can be yes. a little bit of a trauma trigger for them where they hear that and it immediately brings them back to that really difficult situation. And there is a little bit of a um, compensation or overcompensation for men that maybe come from a fatherless situation or maybe their fathers were present, but they were very stern, difficult, you know, how, how you mentioned it. Maybe those fathers don't really know how they want to be as fathers, but they know they don't want to be like their father. So they will try to compensate in another extreme where they're trying to kind of, they don't want to be the father that they were raised by. Um, some of that contributes to some of that confusion and some of the guilt, some of the shame that goes with depression because again, that really contradicts that belief system of how these men are supposed to be very stoic and they're supposed to be able to just manage everything and control everything and protect the, their wife and protect their baby. And at the same time, they're struggling with something that they can't ignore either that's happening within themselves. Do we know anything about the number of dads who have been undiagnosed? So the studies currently show that one in 10 fathers have paternal postpartum depression. I actually believe that it's a lot higher than that. And the reason that I believe I that so is too. because a lot of the fathers that I've talked to have shared symptoms of postpartum depression. But then when I will discuss my study and, and reaching out to them to have a conversation, a lot of those fathers will, I would say, ghost me. They, they don't want to talk to me. And I think a lot of that comes with the guilt and maybe the stigma of mental health. So again, it's still a, a, a very well-documented issue within mental health that people have a lot of guilt, a lot of shame um, when it comes to mental health. Some of the fathers have verbalized, you know, they have some guilt expressing some issues after the delivery because the focus is, is typically on the mother and they feel like they're taking the spotlight away from her in some sense. So they don't want to do that. They, they recognize the role that she played in the delivery. So they kind of want to give her that moment to, to make sure that her needs are met. Um, but there, there really is the stigma of mental health. And I, and I do believe that it's more than one in 10. I, I think that it's probably a lot higher than that. But again, men just ignoring those symptoms, maybe not wanting to get the help. Those, those men are just not they're not counted because they're not seeking help. How prepared are birth centers, delivery departments and hospitals and birthing care providers at educating mothers and fathers about paternal postpartum depression? Unfortunately, I would say most it, it's abysmal. It's, it's not something that is generally talked about beforehand. And when it is mentioned, sometimes during that postpartum stay, it might be mentioned in passing just some education about it, but it's mentioned in a way that is not really conducive to men learning. Meaning if you have, if you go into the hospital, your wife has a baby, you might be up for 24 to 48 hours yourself, not getting sleep, not really eating well. 
you're you're in the hospital with your wife who's having a baby. And then that postpartum stay, that one to two day period after, that's not an ideal time to educate somebody who is sleep deprived, who is not mentally, you could say, really checked in. The time to really do that, I feel, is during that pregnancy period. So you have eight or nine months where you have that captive audience and they're coming in for post for the prenatal checks and the mother is coming in to check on her and check on the baby. That really, to me, is a more ideal time to kind of bring that father into the, the education and, and start it then. Rachel, if I could have gone back and done both of the birth experiences all over again, do you know what I would have done differently or what I would have changed if I could? What's that? I would have had a therapist before the birth and I would have had a therapist, the same therapist. I would have been seeing that same therapist after the birth. That's what I, I would have done. Differently. I think that's a great idea. I think that if, if new fathers had that support, if they had that resource that they could put in place, I think you would see a lot less problems afterward. So there are some studies that have shown that fathers that are experiencing depression have some long-term issues with the child, meaning they've done some studies where they have evaluated fathers that screened positive for depression and followed up with those children at 18 years old. And there are higher rates of mental health issues like anxiety, depression. There are some things that they've identified as far as um, knowledge as far as testing, standardized testing, meaning those kids did not score as high in the group that had those fathers that were depressed. And some of that makes a little bit of sense when you think about somebody that's depressed, that is present in their child's life, but is just going through the motions, that that would kind of block some of that interaction, some of that learning that's necessary for that child especially as you have a brand new child whose brain is, is growing and changing every day. So there are some long-term studies that look at some of the potential issues. And then on a short-term basis, I don't know that I'm sure there's been some studies that have been done, but I would just presume that if you are having some fighting, arguing, marital issues, probably a much higher divorce rate. The other thing that um, most serious, I would say, is that some fathers, as they struggle to adjust to that new role, they question their presence in that in that family. And in other words, start mm. to think, well, maybe it would be easier if I was not here. So some fathers actually do convey suicidal thoughts just because of the fact that they don't really see where they fit in. And they're struggling with attaining that new role. So to them, it's it's kind of a reasonable jump that you would say, well, yeah, if I don't fit in here and I feel like I'm failing at this job and I there's so much pressure to do well in this job, but even though I, I feel like I'm doing a terrible job, a lot of dads will become suicidal and think to themselves, it might be easier if I'm not here. What should a dad do if he believes that he's experiencing symptoms or the warning signs of paternal postpartum depression? A couple things. The first thing I would say is talk to your partner about it. 
I have not talked to anybody so far that has said when they brought this up with their partner that their partner was not supportive. So the first thing would be to reach out to your partner, be honest about how you're feeling and let them know that you are really, really struggling. The next thing I would say is reach out to your healthcare professional. Let them know what you're struggling with. Let them know your symptoms. If you reach out to a healthcare professional and you feel like you are blown off or they're not taking your symptoms seriously, or you just feel like you're not, they're not really hearing what you're saying, go to another healthcare professional, just like therapists. You might find a very good therapist and the two of you might click and you may feel like they really understand you and they're really helpful. Or you may find that you're not really clicking with that therapist. Go find another therapist. So go find another healthcare professional. There's a lot of issues with mental health care in this country. I think most people would agree with that. It's difficult to make an appointment. It's difficult to make any kind of connection to any therapist. A lot of people fear that they're going to get blown off. A lot of people really do will say that they were kind of blown off by their therapist or maybe they had a bad experience with the provider or the psychiatrist. Mental health is important to your physical health. If your mental health is struggling, that is going to impact your physical health. And until there's coverage that backs that up, people are going to struggle. So you could reach out to your EAP and at least try to get those handful of visits in. Those might be enough to get you past that acute phase. And then maybe consider try to get somebody that that will at least participate with your insurance. And then you pay co-pays. But mental health is is just critical to physical health. Rachel, how can listeners follow you to learn more about your work or ask questions related to paternal postpartum depression? I have a website that I can share with you, um, my school website. If anybody would like to participate in the study, feel free to reach out to me. And um, I am just happy to be working in, in mental health as far as this area. It's something that both personally and professionally I have experience with. And I'm really, I have two two sons and a daughter, and I'm just passionate about making sure that they don't face some of these issues when they have kids. I'm going to also put all of the contact information on the the Fatherhood Challenge website. So if you go to thefatherhoodchallenge.com, That's thefatherhoodchallenge.com. Go to this episode, look right below the episode description, and all of the contact information and links will be posted right there for your convenience. And as we close, what is your challenge to dads listening now? My challenge for dads listening now would be to, if you're struggling with symptoms of depression, to reach out, talk to your partner, talk to your friends, talk to your family. The more that we talk about it, the more that we make this part of our everyday conversation, that will help remove a lot of that stigma. And if you are reaching out to somebody and you perceive that they're not addressing your concerns adequately, find another provider that will. If you're talking to a therapist and you feel like it's not helping, they don't understand what you're going through, find another therapist. You may have to find several therapist before you find the one that works for you. But mental health is important. It's not something that you should ignore. It does impact your relationship. It does impact your child and it impacts you. It impacts your physical health. 
So it's not something to be ignored. If you don't feel like you're getting the help that you need, continue to advocate for yourself and don't be afraid to reach out. If you're struggling, it's okay to say that you're struggling and get the help that you need. Rachel, it has been absolutely an honor having you on the Fatherhood Challenge to talk about something so important. And thank you so much for all of the hard work that you've done towards talk, towards talking about this issue. The effects of this will be felt for many generations because of what you're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate what you do as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fatherhood Challenge. If you would like to contact us, listen to other episodes, find any resource mentioned in this program, or find out more information about the Fatherhood Challenge, please visit thefatherhoodchallenge.com. That's thefatherhoodchallenge.com. I'd like to pause and thank our proud sponsor of the Fatherhood Challenge, Zencaster. If you've thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcast production platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. But the reason I personally use and trust them with the production of this syndicated radio program is their professional broadcast quality sound. There is no better time than now to start your podcast using Zencaster for all your needs. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code fatherhood and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.